Hi, I'm Justin. I'm Josh. And I'm Austin. Hey guys, have you seen Galaxy Quest? No, I haven't. I have. Sweet. Josh, what do you think it's about? I'm guessing it's a quest across the galaxy. One singular galaxy, not multiple. Okay. okay. Um, what, what entails a galaxy? What galaxy are we in, Josh? Milky Way. Oh, okay. There you go. What, did you think I didn't know that? <laughs> he was trying to catch it. Yeah, I was he just was trying, trying to catch you. He was trying to gotcha. <laughs> no, you got it. You got some space knowledge. So you're ahead of the game on this movie, because nobody in it got any space knowledge. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, I'm sure it's like terrible like future tech and stuff that doesn't make any sense. And The question is, is it fantasy space or not? Mm. Is it just space, like humans in the future with some tech? Like, fantasy characters in space, like elves and well, dwarves. Okay, so you think it's a, a quest in the galaxy. What yes. kind of movie do you think it's going to be? Do you think it's Comedy like... action. Okay. Yeah, that, that pretty much nails it. We have a lot of stars in this. Some recurring from previous because movies that we've done. Because it's space, or like actors? <laughs> no, I didn't even think of that. No pun intended. <laughs> no, like, uh, we've got... Oh, you remember the, you remember the, the Santa Claus? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does. We watched it on yeah, this show. I know. Uh, we've got another great space star, Sigourney Weaver, who is going to be in more of our podcast episodes. It's just a matter of time. Probably save those for like Halloween episodes. Yeah. Steve is a good one. It's uh-huh. got uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Oh, Alan mm-hmm. Rickman. Yeah. So we'll we'll get into space. It's got uh, the the two space Alans. Maybe they'll go on an adventure. Tim and Rickman. <laughs> Oh, you're not suitable for this, Tim. <laughs> Space is vast, like my vocabulary if, and knowledge. If Alan Rickman had married Tim Allen, then he'd be Alan Allen. Oh, or Tim Rickman. <laughs> Depends on who took whose name. But I think Alan Allen would work. That's a good Harry Potter credit. Alan Allen, a Snape. <laughs> All right, we'll get to it. Gonna go have a breath of fresh air and watch this space junk. I'm gonna eat Chinese food. Awesome. Brag. Right, we're back. Just having seen Galaxy Quest. That's two weeks in a row where we've gotten like there's a theme, isn't there? Enjoyable movies, yeah. These are both mine. Yeah. Um, would you like to explain your theme? How you came across these movies? How you chose them? Um, well, honestly, they weren't ever paired together. We watched uh, the Three Amigos, and mm-hmm. that got me thinking about movies that are like that. And Galaxy Quest was what immediately jumped to my mind. Well, there you go. Because uh, Josh, how do, how do they how do they compare? What do you think? Between the two? Yeah. They had a lot of comparisons right off the bat. Uh, like Justin was Similarities. saying, I think that three was gave me more genuine laughs while Galaxy Quest was just a better movie. Or all I think it was, you know, it was the pair, the whole like, you know, Star Trek t- TV shows kind of thing. Yeah. But it was the same plot as Three Amigos where well, it's these actors. People in, yeah. We have people in peril. And they viewed a source of media and got that confused for real life. Mm-hmm. And so they came and found the actors or sent for the actors who wound up in a situation they just weren't ready for. This time it's Tim Allen and his crew of questers. Yeah, Quest- Galaxy Quest Quest-ians. is the name of Questians, there Quest-ians. you go. Questians, yeah. So we start off and 
First of all, we've rented the past few movies. We've been renting them from uh, Fandango, Fandango, and it's two ninety nine <laughs> to rent it. Either high def or standard def. So I, you know, every time it's like, <laughs> "What do you guys want to watch this in standard def or HD?" And it costs the same. <laughs> it costs the same. And this one, the funny thing is, it starts off in a like four by three aspect ratio, looking like it was filmed in the sixties. And I'm like, Josh, when do you think this movie was made? He's like, eighty nine, ninety. <laughs> no, it, it's a nostalgia start. Yeah, it's uh, showing us the old TV series. It's establishing that this is this universe. This is the Star Trek. This is Star Trek of this alternate universe. Mm-hmm. And Tim Allen is he's like a Kirk Picard. He's like a mixture kind because of. this came out at a time between where those were and our reality. So I'd say he's more Kirk leaning. Oh yeah, in attitude, for sure. Uh, his character and his character's character. <laughs> uh, so we start off at a convention, a con. Josh, do you have any con experience? Quite a bit. Explain. I go to conventions quite often for my job, like four or five a year or so. They got a lot of it right. They got a lot of other things not right. <laughs> One of the things I liked that you pointed out was right was when Alan Rickman signed autographs. He's signing, throwing, signing, throwing. You're not even looking at <laughs> it. It depends. They're usually pretty good at saving face, but, you know. We've all been to... Like, Tim Allen's character was all into it. Yeah, at yeah. the start of the con, he was like... Yeah, that was bullshit. He was he interacting like, with them. He knew him. all of the episodes and, like, stuff. And, no, and that's something that. I didn't like. He's talking to this crowd of people. He's got them enthralled. He's... In this world, Tim Allen is a charismatic motherfucker. Yes. And he's got And then in people... backstage, we see the real Tim Allen. Yeah. Which is how I much imagine he acts in real life. <laughs> but he's got these people hanging on his every word, and he's like, you remember what happened to that Monstar on Balathar 7 on episode 23? Monstar? What are they fighting the Looney Tunes? <laughs> they might as well be there in space. <laughs> no, the, yeah, Danny DeVito's were monsters. <laughs> Monstars. But no, he know what I'm establishing here is he knows deep lore, or they're establishing. And seconds later, when a true fan comes up and is like, what do you think about this? He's like, sorry, kid, I gotta go get laid. And just blows the convention off to follow Sigourney Weaver, who's not into him. At all. Really? This whole movie. Really? <laughs> Sigourney Weaver's not into Tim Allen? <laughs> Why? Okay. <laughs> Better for who would be better for this lead than captain? Tim role? Allen? I don't know. I think he did an okay. Like he's good at. He did an that, okay job. He's good at playing a dickhead. Yeah, which is what he was. Um, the machismo captain. If he was not as tall as he was, uh, Vince Vaughn. Oh, for this time that would be a weird role for Vince Vaughn, <laughs> but I could be into it. Yeah. He was doing mostly horror at this time yeah. and weird art films. Like, uh, do you remember Clay Pigeons, where he's mm-hmm. an assassin? That's a that's one I saw in the good old HBO days. But, uh, yeah, Tim Allen's the captain, Sigourney Weaver's there. Alan Rickman is, like, his second-in-command. His his number one. His number two. <laughs> I don't know the numbers in Star Trek. Yeah, it's number one. <laughs> there's captain and then yeah. number one. Okay, there's no number two? There is. Who's that? Depends. Okay, let's say next gen. next gen. Next gen? Yeah, who's number two? Uh, Data. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Riker's oh, my one. God. Okay, Data's broken. Yes, he is. Yeah. This crew... Let's not get too into Star Trek here. <laughs> well, it's going to be hard. But comparing them, this is... Okay, you said at the beginning Star Trek, Star Wars. 
this is fully Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's. Well, I figured there might be some Star Wars references, and they're like, kind of. This but definitely more Star Trek. I yeah, agree. and the fact that it took place in space. Well, no, and they you know, <laughs> shot the enemy ship, and it's big. Justin, doesn't everything point. take place in space? Okay, it's everything <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's derivative of Star hey, Wars. Everything is a long time ago to sometime and a far, far oh, away to somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> so I'm just saying, live your life like it's Star Wars. <laughs> Hashtag every moment Star Wars. Yeah. I, I think I would much rather live in the Star Trek universe. Oh, yeah. Than the Star Wars universe. Oh, yeah. Personally. 100%. Like, just as a person. Um, socialized, <laughs> like, healthcare? Yeah. Instead of being judged on your midichlorian count, because I'm taking all canon into context yeah, here. You gotta be careful with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Star Trek. There's some weird shit in Star Trek. There's some weird shit in this movie. So we're at a con. These three actual uh, nerdlingers approach the captain, and he's like, "Yeah, do you remember this episode where?" Yeah, Justin Long is one of mm-hmm. the, the most, the only notable one. Yeah. The- <laughs> And uh, they've traveled there. They're in full costume, just like the crew. Mm. And he's like, do you remember it's when you turned this button on and it turned on the quantum fluctuator, but yeah, the chaos theory didn't initiate? Nerdy. And the captain's like, sorry, kid. I, I gotta go get some space well, food. he was into it, but then he went to the restroom mm-hmm. and heard the kids talking shit on him. And that's when he got pissed off. Un- another unreal thing? The talent does not use the same restroom as the audience. Yeah. Because if he had actually gone into that restroom, he would have been mauled by fans. Yeah, and then he probably would have beat the shit out of these kids in a public restroom. <laughs> Better movie. It, it goes all, uh, what's that uh, Russian movie where they get in a fight in a sauna and they're all naked? <laughs> uh, Sounds had, familiar, but I can't It had Viggo Mortensen in it. It was a comic first. It was History of Violence. Oh, yeah. yeah. R- best naked fight I've seen in a movie. <laughs> That's kind of what I wanted in this restroom. Just a naked tile fight between Why Tim Allen. Why would they be naked? And the... Why would they be naked? They're in a public restroom. Because <laughs> that's how angry he gets. He just He's in that stall and he's fuming and his chest hair is just steaming under that outfit. Oh man, we get a lot of Tim Allen <laughs> chest hair. Oh, do we, we ever. He just strips down and t- bare, make that joke bare tile beat nu- bare knuckle fight. This they week. make that joke several times where Alan Rickman goes up to him and is like, I see you managed to take your shirt off. <laughs> There's a lot of good banter between the Allens. <laughs> don't don't group in Alan Rickman with him. The Space Allens. These are the Space Allens. <laughs> I could run that wizard school don't better than you. The dead, Austin. <laughs> I could run that wizard school better than you. I'd run tool class. Because <laughs> you're such a tool. Yes, yes. He'd have the best comebacks. I want to see them working on more movies together. Well, I wanted. <laughs> I hate to tell you. Yeah, we get to the end of this, and Josh is like, "You're seriously? It's not a sequel?" And it's like, I don't know if there ever will be. Now, sadly, this is one that could have had a sequel. Same season. with uh, another sci-fi movie with Alan Rickman in it. Those uh, Hitchhikers movies. Ooh, you those know I really like too. those. Nothing in America, though. Didn't... Okay, was Sam Rockwell not in those two as the president of the galaxy? He might have been. As uh, Zaphoid Beetlebop? Beetlebop? Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> That's I listened the to that with those, series yeah. on audiobook. It was fucking amazing. Anybody recommend it, uh, yeah. yeah okay. audio, it's like a play. Well, I've read them and listened to them, and that's why it's a different pronunciation every time. Yeah. You'd never know. But... 
He did. He totally played the president of the galaxy, and Alan Rickman was in that as... The sad robot. Yeah. So how many connections is that? <laughs> the two? There you go. <laughs> no, three, because it, sh- it was sci-fi. No, and, a, yeah, oh and it should have had a sequel. Sp- yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <sighs> Full circle. Galaxy. So, I don't know if we stayed in our galaxy during this, because Tim yeah, Allen... Go through a black hole. He gets drunk as shit at this convention. Uh... This is what I love. We see each of their homes because these actors stay in touch. And Alan Rickman. I don't think they actually do. Talking to I Sigourney Weaver. I think it Weaver. was more of he blew up at a fan. Yeah. And he had never done that before. He's like, so, it's a TV show. Yeah. And he he never talks. He's always like in that. character. Yeah. yeah. And and she brings that up, and I think that they they don't actually like call each other every week and meet up for beers. I think it was more of just like, hey, I'm kind of actually worried about this guy. <laughs> Apparently, the convention takes place in the town that they all live in because they're all living they're in a house. No, no they were all in there. Here's the thing I wanted to bring up: Alan Rickman, shitty house. Sigourney Weaver, nicer house, kind of still it's shitty. Probably just California. Tim Allen. Bill Gates' house on the top of Hollywood Hills behind the Hollywood sign. We made never saw us. the outside of Sigourney Weaver's house, to be fair. <sighs> to be fair, you're, she, you're That right. might have been one room. We she got, could have a mansion, too. I don't Maybe think so. Maybe Alan Rickman just didn't handle this his money was, well. <laughs> this was not realistic. <laughs> Tim Allen's living at the top of Hollywood Hills in a glass and steel house, and he's passing out under his table. And he wakes up to the aliens, which you called out at the convention. You're... Joss hasn't seen this, so he's always trying to deduce what the movie's about while we're watching it. And we like to throw him sometimes yeah. and be like, yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> so he's like, I bet they go into space. And like, I w- kind of wish this movie had just been about them as actors going like on con- going to conventions. Yes. I want them to get <laughs> yeah. in a Winnebago and treat it like... Like, at first, they're all distant. They're like, ah, fuck you. And they're all, like, riding across the country. But there's peril, yeah, and they have to coalesce as a team and like become the Galaxy Quest. That's what happened, Austin. Yeah, but I want a little more of a. Sli- <laughs> I wanted a little more sleeper with less CGI. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, a lot of the graphics in this movie, I think they hold up incredibly well. Um, I mean, they're I'm gonna. Not, they're not bad. They're, they're not. Bad. They're not. And I'm bad. pretty sure that those lizard people were all prosthetics. I don't think they were CGI. Okay. Uh, like we said, we did watch this in high def. Because it was the same price as standard def. Why would you fucking <laughs> <laughs> There go all the listeners. <laughs> there go all the listeners. Yeah, all <laughs> nah, so aliens show up at Tim Allen's house. He'd met him at the con, but he blew him off as a bunch of other nerdlingers. Mm-hmm. Um, because, okay, get this. The lead one, his name, Mathazar. <laughs> Math. Bizarre. Math is that is the nerdiest name ever. That didn't show up on the show. Yeah. You, everybody on the show was named like Chet or Greg. So that's this is what happened. They picked up on radio sig- TV signals. They got other TV shows. They did. They got Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island. Island. But they, they, they fashioned their society all based on galaxies. Well, West. they're an incredibly technological, adept species. Yes. So it makes sense that they followed the sci-fi one. Because I was thinking about that, it's like, well, they should be, they shouldn't be this naive, having developed, like, light speed warp, teleportation, all this stuff, but at the same time, if that's, like, their 
inherent ability. Like they're super good at tech. Yes. They're octopuses, but they're in human disguise. They they're they're really, really good at tech, but they don't know what lying is. They don't know what conflict, lying, aggression, uh, pretend. You know, they they're naive to all these concepts. And they followed one path, 100%. So they followed the sci-fi one. Luckily, they didn't follow Gilligan's Island. I think it kind of makes sense because they have, it's my theory, they have that Omega-13, which they say is a matter replicator. Reconstructor. Reconstructor. Uh Uh-huh. So what if they just have this device? I'm going to go back 13 seconds and erase that spoiler. (laughs) What if they have this device that they've just had? And that's what makes it to where all this wacky science that would never actually work works, because it's around like this. So you think it has some sort of Fisher influence? Thing. Yeah. Okay. Like, like they're able to manifest it to do things that they want. So they're like, we're gonna make it like this ship, and it works because it's powered by this magic. Magic. What if they just are an incredibly dust. psionic race, like <laughs> psychic ability, and they're manifesting everything? Eh, whatever. It's a movie. It's a goddamn movie. Get out of here, kids. Kid, yes. <laughs> yeah. That was the one of the opening lines of this movie. So, yeah, there you go. I came to a different conclusion. I thought that they were technologically advanced, so they modeled themselves after this. And the Omega-13... Well, they found it on the show, and so I figured they just put all their weirdest science into it, like we did in World War II. Mm. And it's like, hey, there's some blue balls in there. Let's see what they do when we hit this button later. I still think they built, like, they, they still built everything. They're still, you know, technologically smart or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't lose that aspect. I just think that that Omega-13 thing, because they don't know what it was, but they made it. Sure. Mm, sure. Maybe they developed advanced AI and told them to make it. Maybe. So, you know, hands clean. <laughs> the robots built it. Not our fault. Didn't they say they found it? Like, well, the, Tim, yeah. Tim, Tim Allen, Allen said they found it. Yeah. But the aliens, I assume they built it because they built everything yeah. from the Sir Show. They could have found it and called everything, it the Omega 13. Everything. Everything. Is based off this show. And that's one of the great running gags of this is you see shit and it's like, why, why'd they do that? It doesn't make sense. Oh, it was on the show. Like, we've got Sigourney Weaver, whose only job as communications officer is transcribing to and And from from the ship's computer. Yes. The ship only recognizes when she says something, and she repeats everything that the computer says. And she's well aware of this. It's not her only role in the movie. It's sort of like meant to be like, hey, look at what a woman does in space, what the job they gave to women at that time was. But she's actually pivotal yeah in the movie mm-hmm. um they all are and that's the great thing about this is it starts as an egotistical tim allen i can do this on my own gets sh- sucked up to the alien ship he thinks it's a gig mm-hmm. he's like whoa this is good usually it's just cardboard oh and- look at that insect man's makeup it mm-hmm. looks real <laughs> <laughs> this is our uh antagonist and this is when uh, he starts a war He's like, shoot everything we got. Shoot blue phasers two, shoot red phasers one. Uh, catch him in the tractor beam and spin him into the sun. I don't care, you know. He gets up and leaves. Yeah. He's like, I'm going back to Earth now. They're like, okay, sir, come this way. And they put him on a disc. And this so these, is when he we realizes. We gotta talk about these Gleeb Flops a little bit. You mean these aliens? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, that's an insensitive alien. Yeah, let's not get too xenophobic <laughs> right away. This movie handled that wonderfully, by the way. They're, uh, 
They disguise as human, but they're like octopus creatures. What, what would you call this? You had a good word for it, Josh. Trans. Me. Transmogrifying. Transmogrifying. Yeah. yeah, that's that's like a D and D spell, right? Yeah. That's a polymorph. Yeah. Okay. D and D spell. <laughs> Transmogrify is like the technical term for the D and D spell. Transmogrify. They 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 appear as human, but they actually become human. Yes. They're this not, isn't just a cloaking just device like or they hologram. They rearrange how they look. Uh huh. And they might take on the physical attributes as well. Which makes they sense. If they have a device that can rearrange matter. Yeah. It makes sense. They can do a small scale level. I think that that's the whole point of these guys is that like they're super advanced technologically, but they don't understand aggression, so they can't win in a fight, even though they would if they. They're very strong. If they see. had any idea what to do. Yeah. Which they do. Good guidance from later from Alan Rickman. Uh, yeah, Tim Allen's up there. He uh, gets sent back to Earth, and this is when the big reveal happens. This is when he finds out it's for real. He stands on a disc. Goo covers him. <laughs> and this is the only real problem I had with the effects, but water effects are extremely hard to yeah. do. And this didn't age well. CGI this... doesn't really age well. The rock... Those little blue alien things you know, didn't look very good. I was fine with those. The color grading was on point. Like, whoever did the art directing for this matched it really well to the surroundings. It could have been way worse. Yeah. They were simple, so it was almost cartoonish. But this water effect, ooh, it looks like blue jello is covering him. And then he rockets through space, goes through a black hole, winds up in his... Uh, He's in his backyard next By to his pool. pool. Yeah. Smoking disc disappears. Uh, he goes to the convention, tries to convince everyone that he really went to space, met these aliens, and they're like, yeah, did you go on another Oh, he bender? drops his device, because he still has the communicator. Oh, pivotal po- moment he in the movie. He bumps into Justin Long, Nerdlinger again, and he's like trying to talk to him. <laughs> Shouts in his like, face, And he's just like, get away from me, nerd, I fucking hate you. And <laughs> Even though you're the lifeblood of my entire, like, in career. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, but they bump into each other, and Justin Long gets his device. The real one. The real device. They gave him a real trans Now, take that and stick it in your pocket to the last 20 minutes. For a good hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> this movie, it was... You know, I didn't I didn't pay attention to how long this was, because it kept... An hour kept, 40. Oh, hour 40. Not bad. Not, Not bad, bad at all. Kept the pace the entire time. Uh... <sighs> He gets to the convention, tries to convince him it's real. They're like, ah, it's not real. The aliens show up. They're like, hey, uh, Balthazar's still alive. <laughs> He's like, Balthazar's still alive. <laughs> He's like, so you, you need me to us. come back. And he's like, well, I need my crew. And at this point, either come clean or don't ever come clean. This is your moment where you have to be like, yeah, I'm going to save the galaxy or I'm an actor. And I guess... But they didn't believe him yet. No, I'm talking about Tim Allen. He's a psychopath. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because he goes back with the aliens, and his crew's like, hey, is this real? And what was it that convinced them? They're all back? They thought it was a job. Yeah, he's like, they're coming... No, the guy... uh, Monk. Monk Uh is in it. The guy who plays Monk. That's not his name. Tony Shalhoub? Yes. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. He's in this. Hey, Justin. Can I ask you a trivia question about Star Trek? Who runs the bar on Star Trek? <laughs> we'll be calling. Okay, good. Because when we were watching this, 
I said Oprah Winfrey. Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> and I just let it ride. I was like, yeah, everyone, you get a shot. You get, you a, get shot. a shot. Everybody gets shots. <laughs> Synthesol for everyone. <laughs> oh my god, if Dr. Phil was on the Enterprise, he would just be a like a holodeck simulation. <laughs> He'd be like the holographic doctor in, in a uh, oh my God. Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> now, Will, I hear you've been having some problems with your mother. Maybe y'all shouldn't work in such close proximity. Maybe you should go down to engineering and work with Jordy some more. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's a bit touchy. He is. That's another... So, speaking of Tony Shalhoub. Okay. How do they find out it's real? They think it's a job. They go back inside, and oh, okay, I remember. Um, yeah, the little discs again. Is this this is Abby from NCIS, right? Who? The alien female who falls in love with Johnny yes. Shalhoub. Yes. She is a hologram at this point. Yeah, disappears, and the light discs are under, and they're like, "Oh, this is real." The guy from the office was in this too, but he was like Dwight. Yeah, like yeah, he was just, like, in the background. I don't even think he had a line. Well, this was way before his career in the office. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of comedians have come up, that have come up recently, started as aliens in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of recognizable faces that don't say anything. And because they all have the same haircut bangs. Ooh, ooh, this haircut You're like, is bad. Oh, that guy? That guy? That guy? <laughs> that guy? <laughs> yeah. Um, they find it's real because they get shot through space. They all want, this is a great scene. They all wind up in like the receiving bay and they're just like shell shocked. They're shaking. They got rocketed through a black hole. Tony Shalhoub shows up and he's like, what's wrong with them? He's down. He is so <laughs> At space first he was, bound and down. It wasn't his first line. He was like, that was a hell of a ride. Yeah. And then he was like, what's wrong with that? Space them? bound and down for anything That's in his this. character. It is. Like his character trait is, I'm down. Yeah. Let's do it. He is a dude you want to party in space with. <laughs> he was stoned this whole movie. They bring that up. <laughs> he, he He's down for teleporting. He's down for... He's like in the engineering, but he's like, guys, they're telling me we need to take the power and, power shift, it, yeah. and shift it from the aft shields to the main auxiliary cord, and then we can go to this planet and yeah but you know what you know what he does it you know what i'm glad to see a positive cannabis space user in films <laughs> too often they're slack-jawed and not good at their job in this he's nailing it yeah he as engineer he slips into that role like nobody's business i love the line where they they tell him like he tells them where they say to go get fuel and he's like, two for two, guys. You're right again. Come on, bring it in for a hug. <laughs> bring it in. <laughs> and it just reminds me of how touchy Jordy was on the Enterprise with all those back pats and shoulder hugs. <laughs> oh, so the crew's on board. They're they're on board now. They're like, hey, we're the crew of the ship. Why as well take our place? Yeah. Also, they realize that this uh, whole society is based off of their TV show, and they kind of don't want to... Just like blow their minds in a bad way. Because <laughs> you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> if these squid people find out that you're just phonies. 
They'll well, take... maybe not, because they're these squid people. They don't know violence. They're strong, though. We see them pick up one of the crew members and walk off like nobody's business. They are strong. Mm-hmm. It can only take one liar to snap. I don't know. This but Balth- he didn't snap. He just got sad. This Balthazar's been pushing him. He knew he was lying. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. He knew he was lying. He trusted in the captain. Oh, how much better would this be as Nathan Fillion? Oh. oh he wasn't discovered yet. Yeah. But, oof. <laughs> so, uh, they need a beryllium sphere, sphere to run their ship. Beryllium's not that hard to find, but... A sphere of it might be. I don't know if it comes in spheres in space. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It was mined by those little baby monsters. You mean the miners? Yeah, the miners. The miners. The yeah. miners. The babies. Yeah. Yeah. They're like three. They were digging. Yeah. <laughs> Minerals. <laughs> yeah, that's a joke yeah. that they gloss over. That's a Tim Allen joke. Guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> Just like whenever they scrape the side of the, the thing as they now, pull out. <laughs> that I gotta say, he's my favorite character. Because everything, the yeah, the pilot. Yeah. Because he's like, I can do this. He gets it in a matter. We don't know how long they're on their ship, though. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say he gets it in a matter of days, weeks, months. They could be in space for a while. We don't know. You know what's bad? That new Lost in Space on Netflix. I'm saying that right now. It's Everyone I've heard talk about it has said it's terrible. It's bad. I watched one episode and I could barely get through it. The science is just off. <laughs> All the science is so off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shut up. (laughs) So, they go to this planet. They're kind of taking, like, an away mission ship down, but it's more like Alien 2, where they just get dropped, and everybody's kind of queasy. They're, like, holding on. And Tony Shalhoub's eating a bag lunch as they go down. (laughs) He has that bag lunch with him the whole damn movie. (laughs) Because he got it. At the vending machine before they left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one character I love is Sam Rockwell. They're all great. Yeah, Sam Rockwell, he plays Guy. Yeah. Who Doesn't was crew member name. number six yeah. in episode 81. And this is the famous Star Trek red shirt thing. Like, if you're an extra on Star Trek wearing a red shirt, you're dead. Yeah. They're going to prove a point. You're going to step on the wrong rock. You're going to say the wrong thing to an alien. You're going to put up the wrong digit, and you're going to get blown away. (laughs) You didn't say hi by whipping your dick out, like how aliens do. And so you die. And then Picard learns. Oh, i got to whip your dicks out. Oh, Mr. Wolf, please unbuckle. Because he's got the most buckles. He's got that. I don't know where Worf's tick is, to be honest. <laughs> I haven't looked that deep into Which the one? art. <laughs> <laughs> Captain, do you want to see my battle dick or my normal dick? Josh has no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I know the characters that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they go down to this rock planet. There's a bunch of children al- sized aliens. These are just goblins. These are space cobbled, mm-hmm. space goblins. But they're like, they're hey, miners. let's eat them. And then there's a big rock monster. And uh, After he fights the the pig well, thing. We get some teleportation technology that's reminiscent of uh, the fly. Remember that poor baboon in the fly? Mm. Jeff Goldblum's like, hey, I'm just shirt- hanging out shirtless this and sweaty one scene in my apartment. To, this one scene brought to you by... Uh, uh, one scene directed by... Fuck. We're gonna have to do that every time. <laughs> Cronenberg, Cronenberg. 
Oprah Winfrey? Oprah Did Winfrey. she direct this scene? Was it a color purple? You get turned inside out. You get turned inside <laughs> oh. out. Everybody gets turned inside <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, that'd be creepy. She should play a villain. She was. I heard she was slated to play uh, whatever that character was in Suicide yeah, Squad. She was. But then she like saw it and was like, "Fuck oh, this!" Goodness. And then it won an Academy Award. I'm a bazillionaire. Yeah, for makeup design. Yeah. For what? I don't know. For what? Harley that Quinn's ass. Hot topic. No, Harley Quinn's ass. <laughs> Whoever was the makeup dude on that, because that's all anybody cared about going to see Suicide that Squad. Guy. Oh, Croc. Yeah, I don't think that was CGI. I don't care. The it repti- didn't look good. The reptile guys in this were better. Yes, they were. In Galaxy Even though I think they were insect guys. We're not the only ones that like this, though. I mean, this is a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is surprisingly high. I think Three Amigos last week. I don't like to... It had like 46. It was lower than that. It was 17 or something. I don't think it was that low. Okay, maybe that was Truth or Dare, which we saw in theaters. (laughs) I don't like to go off review scores or anything like that. Uh, This one... If you did, you'd miss out on all the Truth or Dares. <laughs> the happy death days. <laughs> we still need to do mini episodes on those. Oh, spoilers! They're recommended one hundred percent. Yes. Uh, have you watched the trailer for Upgrade? No. Don't. We're okay. just gonna go see it. All right. It's a Bloomhouse. Like, uh, I, it might be in the same universe as those two. Like no. The same right. Oh. No. What was the WWE one? Oh, Ouija. No. The the kid with the arm upgrade. No. What was it? Uh. What was fuck. that called? Well, we had way. the magnetic device. Uh-huh. Slight. Slight. This might be in the same world as Slight. It looks. Is that off. Bloomhouse? Yeah, that was Bloomhouse in WWE. That movie was so weird. You know what? This one. It was as disjointed as this episode. This one, a hundred <laughs> times better. It's about this guy who gets uh, quadriplegically paralyzed. Gets. A AI system hooked up to his nervous system that reboots it, but it also has like an AI voice that he can hear, mm. and he's the only one. And it teaches him kung fu. And nice. I was like, "Yeah, give me it." <laughs> that looks like an amazing theater experience. Nice, yeah, for sure. Ultra violent, ultra. Dude, like, I'll cyberpunk. go see Rampage. Of course, I'll go see that. Oh, you know what? That's the highest rated video game movie Ever. of all time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Rampage. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll be playing an old Doom, and I'll be like, why don't they make a movie of this? <laughs> they did. With yeah. The Rock. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I'll, I Google Let's it. Let's try this again. <laughs> I always try and Google it, and I'm like, how come they haven't made this movie? Oh, I saw that in theaters. Never mind. Uh, I saw this in theaters. This I Galaxy think, Quest? Uh, yeah, I did too. This was... I haven't seen this for a long time. I saw it in theaters when it came out. I said about I, five years ago. And I had it on DVD. So whenever the DVD of this came out was probably the last time I saw it. A good, like, three years around there. It probably had a horrible DVD menu, I want to say. Like, you had to click on his computer and be like, start engines. Yeah. Um, this is my argument that the this is the one good thing that Tim Allen's in. Toy Story. And Toy Story, yeah, I forgot. Toy Story 2? Damn it, forgot about all those. Toy Story 3? Yeah. Yeah. Not this all. is the one thing that you actually have to see Tim Allen's face that's good. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people that'll say the Santa Claus is good, the first one. No. But we watched that last year, and it, it's not. It's not. It's not good. It's not. It's not. <laughs> this is a Star Trek. 
This is just a Star Trek movie. It is, and therefore I love it. It wasn't as like sci-fi as Star Trek gets. It's like one of the. It's like Star Trek two or four, where it's more of like a simple plot. Not yeah, much time. Just describe this to me, and I'd be like, yes. If I hadn't seen it, yes. Yeah. It's like Alan Rickman, Sigourney Weaver, Sam Rockwell, Sam Rockwell, Tony Shalhoub in space. Uh, so I wouldn't have recognized that unless she said monk. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, the crew gets the brilliant spear. They leave Tim Allen behind. He has to fight this rock monster. Like like we said, the effects hold up. Um, and then Bal... It's not Balthazar, is it? That's a good guy. Yes. The ba- Who's the bad guy? I don't remember. Whatever. The lizard man... Hopper. Huh? No! <laughs> <laughs> no. He shows up... They look like... Takes over the ship. They look like... 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 Alien versions of those those uh, grasshoppers from A Bug's Life. So grasshoppers, huh? Just just grasshoppers, because the ones in A Bug's Life are just grasshoppers. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they got weird tentacle things on their heads. He had the wings pop out when he got angry. Yes, uh, they take over the ship. They. What do you think that was? We should have looked. Look it up right now, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll keep talking. <laughs> They take over the ship. Him and all his goons are wearing masks, and I think that's because they couldn't afford as much space prosthetics for the face. But uh, they pull a total recall here, and they start stealing the people's air, and they start stealing their gravity. These people are like holding onto tables, floating up. None of them are turning off their human disguise, though, which is kind of weird. Uh, and this is where it splits up. We have Alan Rickman and one of the squid guys go off on a mission. This might be Balthazar. It might be Mathetitis or whatever his name is. Oh, it's uh, General Roth, Roththar. Roththar. Roththar? Roththar. I could have sworn they said and something. he's not anybody known. Hmm. Robin Sachs. At least I don't know him. Okay. Robin Sachs. We'll give him some credit. Robin Sachs. So, uh, they have to split up. The engineers on, are working on holding the ship together. Uh, Alan Rickman and a crewmate are trying to break in, and Tim Allen and Sigourney Weaver go down to the belly of the ship. And this is where we get the most outrageous thing that came from the show being translated to real life. Uh, he communicates with the kid on Earth, Justin Long. Mm-hmm. He's like, where do I go? He's guiding them through this labyrinth of tunnels, and they get to one where there's these giant slammer chomper things. Why is this on here? It doesn't even make any logical sense. Because it was in the show. Fire shoots up at the end. Oh, it's it's good. It's a good scene. They would have died. These things were moving fast. Yeah. I can't get through a video game where this is happening. Uh, see Seth's Fortress, Dark Souls 1. But, uh, oof, they get through. I love that Tim Allen's doing, like, the Shatner rolls throughout this whole movie. The whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> they get there, they push the button, countdown keeps going, and Justin Long has to take out the trash. Ha ha ha, he can't, he can't save the universe. <laughs> And these recyclables. Yeah, so you gotta put them in two things. This was the 90s. Or 2000, I don't know. It was 1999. Yeah. I just right, at the, right at the cusp. You were a decade up. This was 99? 99. So how do they save the day? They hit the button and then it stops at one. Because it always stops, stops at one on the show. <laughs> and that's it. They go back to the bridge. They go back to Earth. Day saved. Right? 
No. This was the first moment when we thought Sigourney Weaver was going to have to kiss Kim, Tim Allen. Oh. We're like, no, don't do it. And then don't they just it. hug, and we're like, yes. Yeah, you couldn't pay <laughs> me enough to kiss Tim Allen. <laughs> but then later on, she kisses Tim Allen. Oh, yeah. Oh. I like to think that he paid an extra $25 million to get that kiss. <laughs> they get back to the bridge. Everything's fine. Tony Shalhoub comes in, and he's like, ha ha Tim Allen, I'm going to fuck you <laughs> up. And he shoots him in right in the guts. And then they crash into Earth. The whole he shoots all of them. Galaxy blows up, and it's a better movie. But no, Tim Allen's like, "Hey, that nerd told me if I push this button, end there, yeah, perfect ending." <laughs> we end. We end with Tim Allen getting murdered. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this this kid at Earth is like, nah. You know, there's a lot of negativity out there. But me and my friends, we think if you push this button, you get a wish. You go back in time, thirteen seconds. Thirteen seconds. Sigourney Weaver's like. It's not a lot of time to do anything. It's enough time to make one mistake Correct right. Correct one mistake. And it's like, oh, you think that's going to come out <laughs> I would need a lot of buttons in my life. <laughs> and a lot longer than 13 seconds. But, you know, he activates the Omega Drive, takes them back. Tony Shalhoub comes in this time. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up, Tim Allen. Touches him. Three times. Yeah, this and is how we know... That they, when they use this technology, the shape they, they take on that form because Tim Allen's middle aged man punches would not have affected that armored insect man. No, the space dinosaur? Yes. Nah. <laughs> he would have hit him and broke his actor fist. With the exoskeleton? Ooh. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, drops Tony Shalhoub, the aliens attack. They. When I say aliens, I mean the good ones. Um. They're from, like, Rigel 69 or something. I, I don't remember. Tieflings. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, they are like, hey, this is uh, locked into a course to this convention center for some reason, so we're going to detach now. Bye. Mm-hmm. We could do that later, but bye. And they leave, and one of the aliens decides because to Because now that they know, because... Before know, all that yeah. stuff happened, whenever the bad guys took over, he was torturing the guy. They showed him that it was just a TV show, so he realized, like, oh, this is just a stupid TV show, and this General entire si- yeah, 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 and this entire civilization is a fucking joke. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah, tell them, go back to tell your them. actor planet and play pretend. Yeah. <laughs> so they're locked in. I don't shoot. I don't shoot crying women. I don't shoot actors. I was making a reference. Yeah, but I like to think that he's not space sexist. Because there's no gender in space. There is, though. No. I'm pretty sure it's squishy and fluid. And everyone's lugubrious. Because we have one of the aliens lugubrious. staying on Earth with uh, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah, they can make out hardcore. Oh, and then the, the tentacles come out, and he's into so it, because he's down for everything. He's DTF. He's... In fact, I think they fuck in front of that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably a couple new ways that they invent. She comes to Earth, and I was like, hey, that's the worst choice of the two. Yeah. If you're this down, just stay you with should them. stay in space. Just stay with them. Stay in space. You're going to see a Granted, lot. Granted, I don't think that the rest of these guys want anything else to do. No. Like, they're kind of like, alright, you're cool because you saved us in the end, but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> we were dumb enough to build our lives around you. <laughs> I wish we'd modeled Genie. Leave it to 
Up to Beaver Genie. <laughs> and they just get them all confused. <laughs> we will develop magic <laughs> and spacecraft together. <laughs> I don't know. It ends. They crash into the convention. It's the best thing ever, even though 500 people die in this crash. So, oh, the alien guy comes back out. Hopper he yeah. comes back out. He's kind of a Dennis Hopper. Could you imagine if they got Dennis <laughs> Hopper to play a grasshopper? Getting real sick of this shit. <laughs> Baby wants to fly. I mean, you talked about Lost in Space. Yeah. He was that terrible spider monster in the Lost in Space re- first remake movie. Dennis Hopper? No, not Dennis. Oh, I'm thinking of Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Oldman, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> You're on a movie podcast! <laughs> I don't know names. <laughs> so, yeah, Dennis Hopper hops out of the ship. They all climb out there and smoke. They're playing the yeah, music. Yeah, Dennis Hopper. Bowser. Bowser. Bowser, yeah. yes. And uh, <laughs> the Allens are like, Watch out, bro. Okay, bro, I got this. And Alan 1 does a roll, and Alan 2 throws him a pistol, and he shoots him, and uh, Dennis Hopper turns... Turns to fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> I like this effect. It was it was really, like, cute and whimsical. It just, like, shrinks into a puff cloud and explodes. The audience goes wild. It's the best con ever. They've seen space, so they bring back the show. Yeah. They're Galaxy all. Quest, the journey continues. And they all have a lot more insight. The real aliens on the show now. Mm-hmm. Jane Doe. <laughs> this was good. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. You like it, Josh? Yeah, I did. Cool. We got two enjoyable movies in a row. Enjoy it while it lasts. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next up is probably Justin Bieber 2. No, that's not no, on the list. Right right. Sadly, that's not on the list. I pray for Bieber 2. <laughs> Because that first one gave me the Bieber fever, and the only cure the Bieber fever is more Bieber. Is more Bieber. Yeah. Because remember, he got that fever, and he was like, I want my nuggets. Yeah, that was the only thing that happened. I want my nuggets. Because you remembered anything. I want my nuggets. I remember he sang on stage, too. We can't too. give you the nuggets. That's what we use to control the masses. It's the poison of the people, <laughs> Justin. Remember, we're Stop that. eating it. <laughs> All of you. <laughs> You know, this role for Tim Allen has a, a lot in common it was a good fit with Patrick Tim Stewart Allen. playing shit in the Emoji movie. It's kind of flipped. It's kind of flipped. <laughs> it's, instead of a legend playing shit, it's shit playing a legend. It balances the universe out, and that's all we can ask for in this galaxy on whatever quest we're on. Next week, we don't know what we're going to watch. That's always how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Look forward to that. Um... Hmm. I'm wondering if we should release something a week before now so they can watch the movie. Like, at the end of the episode. Maybe I'll just edit in at the end of the episode what the next one is. Yeah. yeah. Or roll, like, before and post it on social media or something. Or yeah. Like... Josh, give us that generic intro to the next movie. And I'll, uh, I'll voice over the movie. Go. Next, next week we're watching... Alright, join us then. It's been Have You Seen? I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. You can find us on FapCheck at Facebook and YouTube. 
Email us at fapcheck at gmail.com for any questions, concerns, reviews on iTunes and Hate Stitcher mail. would be appreciated. Hate mail will be read out loud regardless of how Any sci-fi slash fiction. Oh, if you put us in a slash fiction <laughs> where a teleporter like, <laughs> I don't know, what, what if we swap dicks? That's a good sci-fi nobody's ever done. Yeah. <laughs> Josh is just in tears about think, that one. I think that's a... Yeah, because he's secretly packing heat. <laughs> oh my god, I'm a space monster! Nope, I just swapped dicks with Josh. We'll see you next week. Bye.